All right, everybody, thank you for tuning in. Hello, friends, acquaintances, and people I've never met before. Thank you so much for tuning in to Jumping Trains with Ryan Kahn and any guest I choose to have on the podcast. Uh, I'm just recording this quick little intro to introduce myself, the podcast, what I plan for it, what it's supposed to be, and what what I have in store for you guys later on down the road. So I've been planning a podcast for years now. I had a podcast called NEN, No Experience Needed, which was a Dungeons and Dragons style podcast with campaigns that I designed myself, with rules that I designed myself. Um, but, you know, sometimes you, you have big plans, but they don't come to fruition. Or maybe they do come to fruition, but you didn't plan for everything along the way. And uh, it didn't it did it didn't work out. You know, I I had the first podcast we recorded was somewhere between six and eight hours long. Come to find out the next day that I only actually recorded about two hours of audio. The rest of the audio was from a cheap uh, video camera in the corner of the room, which no matter how much I EQ'd or manipulated the audio, it was just not legible. And I wasted hours and hours and hours of my life trying to salvage what I could, all with no, no, no kind of succession. No, there's I got nothing out of it. It was it was a failed attempt. But you know what? You live and you learn. And I definitely learned a lot. Whenever I record a podcast now, I try to always have a backup microphone. <laughs> uh, NEN is dead. You can still find uh, the first two episodes that we uploaded. They should be on iTunes or Google Play, wherever you find your podcast. They should be up there. Uh, I've had a lot of trouble now trying to release this new podcast, Jumping Trains, which is a kind of a, a, a play off the slang, trains of thought, because uh, I can never really stay on one train of thought for too long. I like to jump around a whole lot. Uh, so anyway, jumping back to where I just was, I've had a lot of trouble with this podcast because it's a really free form. I, I try to invite people on the podcast that I connect really well with, that I can have a good conversation with, but also people who are in touch with some sort of facet of art, whether it be music or uh, painting, drawing, movies, uh, anything that falls within that category, voice acting, what, whatever it may be. If I find the person interesting and I can have a conversation with it, then I want them on this podcast so that I can share that conversation with all of you and we can all grow a little bit as a collective group. Um, my, my problem so far with this has been that because it's so freeform, my podcast could be anywhere from an hour and a half to maybe even three hours long. Uh, and most podcast hosting websites, most audio hosting websites don't really 
they don't really accommodate that kind of material. Um, most podcasting websites want you to start off paying a minimum of like 10 to $12 a month. And that's for just your bare basic setup. And that's, and, and even some, some websites are still only giving you maybe like this many megabytes of memory per month, which is ridiculous. Cause I can go out and buy a terabyte hard drive for 50 bucks and that would hold podcasts for the next five years. So the rates that I am, I'm being presented with by most podcasting websites or audio hosting websites is absolute malarkey. It's straight bullshit. Um, so I've been having a lot of trouble figuring out how to upload these podcasts because a lot of, a lot of the websites will give you like free trials or like first five episodes are free or the first three months are free, but they don't let you upload anything more than 150 megabytes. So it's, and even, <laughs> even when I compress my podcast, it's still about 300 megabytes. So I, I don't know what they're expecting of most people's podcasts. I don't, I, I, I wonder, I don't know. I really, I have no idea. Um, I'd like to apologize about the audio quality on this, on this first, uh, on this first little, uh, podcast here. I, uh, recently had to change my place of living. I, I made an impromptu decision at the end of 2018 and I bought a round way trip, a round trip ticket to France. Boldo, the biggest city in France except for Paris. Um, it's, it's really interesting up here. But one of the downsides of coming to Paris or France, Bordeaux, France, was that I had to leave all of my equipment behind. All of my microphones, all of my music equipment, all of my instruments. Uh, the only thing I was able to bring with me was my wood-burning toolkit which I chose as the one item I was willing to sacrifice space and weight for in my suitcase. Come to find out, the, uh, the, <laughs> the outlets, the electrical outlets in France are not compatible with, the, uh, with my wood-burning tool set because it works on a specific voltage. And even with a converter box, the, the voltage is too powerful for my wood-burning kit. So I, I, I wasted my one my one piece of fun. Uh, I was lucky enough to uh, meet this awesome dude named Matisse when I uh, came up here and he let me borrow his guitar so I'm still working on my music. But my, uh, my artistic ventures are going to have to wait for a little while. That's okay. Back to the train of thought I was on. Audio quality. I had to leave all my equipment behind. So right now I am recording this. Let me check to see if it's still going because my phone went black. There we go. Seven minutes in. I'm aiming for 30. Uh, I had to leave all my equipment behind. So right now I am recording this on a phone microphone. And I will probably throw it into Audacity after I'm done and see if I can edit the levels a little bit, try to get rid of some of that background noise, maybe a little bit of the echo, just make my voice a little bit clearer. But if that can't happen and it just ends up being terrible quality audio, I humbly apologize. Um, I don't know if I'll be getting a, a new microphone while I'm up here, but I do know some people that do have microphones and... I'll either be doing podcasts 
solo style for a little while, or if I can find new guests, um, I would love to be able to borrow a microphone or buy a microphone or rent a microphone for that to happen. Um, Matisse, the friend who lent me his guitar, awesome guy, very, uh, very wild mind, similar to me. Uh, we, we've already done a podcast, so I'm going to release that at some point soon. Uh, my, my biggest, my biggest, uh, disappointment in releasing these here is that I won't be able to do a true intro to each podcast. Like I really wanted to, like, I want to kind of introduce the person I'm talking to and, uh, kind of like give you an overview of what we talk about. If, uh, if we, uh, if we talk about anything inappropriate, maybe I'll give you a warning or maybe spoiler alert, like, uh, my podcast with Cody Jarvis. We're talking about music, and I think I said, I, I was referring to some musical technique, and I said, I think I said arcipeggio or arcipeggio, something stupid, but I was, uh, I was referring to an arpeggio. <laughs> oh, I feel so retarded. Um, but I can't, I can't really do those intros now unless I do them on the cell phone which would be jumping from poor quality audio to better quality audio. Um, speaking of the quality of audio, just as a warning, the quality is varied from episode to episode. Because keep in mind, even though I've been doing this on and off for a few years now, I'm still learning. I'm learning every day. I'm learning every time I, every time I record a podcast, I learn something new. Whether it's how to talk to uh, how to talk to my guest, or if I'm having multiple guests, make sure that I'm addressing them by name so that the listener can follow who I'm actually referring to when I'm speaking. Uh, making sure that my levels are all set correctly so that uh, my audio is not too low or peaking. Um, it's it's very meticulous and it's slow going at first because I never really had. Uh, big education when it came to uh, audio and sound working. I've mainly just been teaching myself over the years. Um, so it's not too bad. Like, it's definitely all audible. It's all listenable. But some some is better than others. So just keep that in mind. Um, yeah, guys, I think that's all I have to say for now. Cool. Again, thank you for tuning in. This is probably going to be the most boring of all the podcasts I release because it's just solo style. You know how hard it is to go solo, to just keep your mind running on a constant on a constant stream without really stopping or getting distracted or wanting to eat a bowl of cereal or play a song. It just just being able to speak to nobody. It's a really difficult thing to do, and uh, I think I've tried to record a podcast just solo style like this, introducing myself a few times in the past. And I got like five minutes in, my brain shuts off. I have no idea what to do. Um, speaking in front of a microphone is definitely a skill that you have to work on because it's, it's not just like speaking to yourself. It's like speaking to a collective audience. Um, but you don't have any interaction coming back. So it's not just about talking about what's in your mind. It's also about thinking about how the audience is going to perceive what you're saying and anticipating 
questions so you can answer the questions without them having to send you a stupid email and not ever responding to it because you have better things to do. <laughs> uh, so it is definitely a skill. Um, especially, it's like the camera mentality too. Like, like, you know how you act slightly differently when there's a camera on you? I don't care who you are. Even if, even if you're a trained actor, there's still a different mentality when you know you're being recorded. And it takes a long, I think it takes a long time and a lot of practice to really get used to being natural in front of a camera or in front of a microphone. Even though it's a, it's a different, it's a different medium of, uh, of information of art. It, I think it still applies. Um, so yeah, I think that's it. I'm going to check my time real quick. I was aiming for 30 minutes, but I think I've got, yeah, just about 12. I'm going to go for three more minutes just because. So France has been cool. Uh, it's really difficult being in a country when you don't speak the language of that country. Luckily, <laughs> uh, France really prioritizes uh, being bilingual in grade school. So most people do speak a little bit of English. Very broken English, but the broken English they speak is a hell of a lot better than the broken French I speak, which is getting better on a daily basis. Needless to say, if you're, li if you're living in a big city, it's not too difficult to get around on just English. You just need to learn a few phrases like, uh, Désolé, je ne parle pas français. The second you say you don't speak French, they almost always say, well, do you speak English? And then you can be like, oh yeah, okay, I can speak English. And they'll tell you to get off the tram or to leave the restaurant or how much money you need to pay. <laughs> um, but being in a foreign country, I mean, they say that immersion is how you really learn a language. It's not immersion. It's not necessarily immersion. You, Yeah, you need to be able to... Because being able to speak French and then being able to understand French, two completely different sides of the spectrum. Like I can walk into a store and I can say a couple sentences and explain what I need to the clerk so he can help me find it. Um, but when he responds to me, I can't understand a single word that he says. And that's just because I haven't immersed myself in listening to the language enough. I've mainly been looking at the words in books. Um, so I might be able to say the phrases that I know, but I can't listen and hear what they're saying because I haven't been listening to the music. I haven't been watching the French films. Um, I, ha I, I need to, I, I have just started recently putting on like French podcasts, French TV shows, just in the background while I'm cleaning, just so I'm getting that into my head. Duolingo is a great app that helps you to learn uh, a second language. Um, it's, it's very basic and kind of childish, but it really does help. Um, especially if you're diligent and you work on it constantly. Now, when I said immersion isn't necessarily what helps you learn a second language, it helps. It does help. But what is really important is necessity. Uh, like when I first came here, it was a necessity for me to be able to say some stuff in French. Because even though a lot of people speak English... You're taking a bet every time you go out. Every time you leave your your flat, your your apartment, whatever, 
and you're taking a bet that the people you run into speak English. And sometimes you're going to fail. Your, your, your bet's not going to pay off and you're going to walk and you're going to be in a situation where you need to know some French. Um, so that's, that's where the necessity comes into play. Uh, it's really it, 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 like when you know you need to be able to say some stuff, you're walking down the street. You're not letting your mind wander. You're not thinking about chores or uh, TV shows. You're really you're you're thinking about words and how to piece together the few words you know in order to say the sentence that that gives the meaning of what you're trying to uh, push forth, so that you can find the book you're looking for, so you can order food for yourself at a restaurant. Uh, it's it, it really is a sense of necessity because <laughs> because if you get somewhere if you get somewhere and you don't know how to say what you're looking for and they don't know how to speak English then you're pretty much screwed <laughs> unless somebody walks by who happens to speak English and so yeah it really is it's not necessarily immersion I think it's necessity. And that, that's why moving to a, a foreign country in order to learn the language is so helpful because you are you're needed to learn it. It's, not, it's no longer uh, a thing of, oh, well, I've always enjoyed the French language. I've always enjoyed the culture. So I decided to, to start learning it. And uh, I don't really have too much time over the weekdays, but on the weekends, I try really hard. Yeah, no, it's not, it's not like that. It's like, okay... Time to hit the nose to the grindstone because if I don't know how to say this, I'm screwed. But it, it comes along. It's slow going, guys. It's slow going. I've been trying to learn this language for years now, and my speaking has been getting slightly better, but my listening comprehension still sucks. It's uh, It can be dis disappointing at times. But it's, I think it's similar to like learning an instrument or an art form. I've been playing guitar for about five years, and every year or so, I get to uh, every year or so I, I hit a milestone where I can do some pretty cool stuff that I wasn't able to do the year before, and I get really proud of myself and really happy. But then I kind of plateau a little bit, and I kind of ride off that same incremental uh, improvement. until it just becomes stale. And then I start to hate everything that I do. And I'm still not great at guitar. I've been playing for five years and I'm still not great. There are a few songs that I'm proud of, a few songs that I've written and a few covers that I can do. Um, a lot of it still sounds like random strumming and garbage voice vocals. I need to sing. I need vocal lessons, guys. If anyone has a good vocal coach who can Teach over Skype. <laughs> Let me know. Send me some deets. Uh, but France is fun, guys. It's beautiful. There, the street art. There's there's street art that is, uh, just like your your typical your typical spray paint bullshit. But then there's street art that's like really interesting and really cool and done by artists that are kind of renowned. Um, the food is just unbeatable. Like everything is, oh, like, like, like there, there's bread, but bread isn't just bread. There's baguette and then there's brioche 
and there's croissant, and it's all made with dough. But if you call them all bread, then then you'll be considered uh, a piece of shit because each one of them is different, prepared in a different style, with different ingredients, and just every single every single thing, every single thing they have here just tastes so good compared to the American uh, abomination. <laughs> Oh god, the abomination that has become American cuisine. Everything stuffed full of corn syrup and pasteurized milk. It's disgusting. I hated cheese. I hated cheese until I came to France. I didn't know what cheese tasted like until I came to France. Now I know cheese is good. But most people wouldn't know that living in America. Hmm. Oh, I, I like it here. I don't like being in the city. I hate being in the city. Everyone's fast. Everyone's rushing to get to where they're going. Everyone's kind of an asshole. Eh, the city really sucks. But, you know, there's plenty to do by night. Yeah, whatever. I love the countryside, and I'll be, uh, I'll be, uh, venturing out there as much as I can. But for now, I'm stuck in the center of Boldo in a big apartment building on the top floor where I've got a balcony and I can look over, over the balcony and stare at every building around me, slightly taller than I am. <laughs> I have, I'm on the top floor of this apartment building and I still have no view because every building just towers over. The, uh, the pigeons flock through the streets like rats, except they're not scared like rats. They're, they're, they're just there. And they're used to it because if anyone gets too close, they can just fly away in an instant. It's very strange. I've never been so torn between uh, an animal before because I love pigeons. They're beautiful. They've got these iridescent feathers on their neck that turn green or purple whenever they hit the light the right way. But there's just so many of them down here that you stop seeing them as beautiful little creatures and you start seeing them as bottom-feeding rats, crabs at the bottom of the ocean, eating the dead things that nothing else wants. I don't know how I feel about it. <laughs> All right, well, I think I've adequately introduced myself. Uh, I think I've adequately introduced Jumping Trains, the podcast. And I think I've adequately rambled on long enough so what do we have so far 22 minutes that's good enough thank you so much guys for listening sorry for the rambles maybe you enjoyed it maybe you didn't all i can say is that when you listen to me talking with uh my guests it'll be different and more entertaining i promise you so please pick a podcast i'm going to try to upload three of them in the next week just because I have been waiting so long to upload them that I don't want to wait any longer. I just want them up there so that I can listen to them, so that you can listen to them, so that the guests who recorded them with me can listen to them. Because I've made them wait far too long as well. Thank you, people. Thank you for listening today. Thank you for listening tomorrow. And I'll see you all again or talk to you all again. Who knows? Bye-bye. <laughs>